My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, art, fashion, and culture. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoy creating it. On today's episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast, we have founder and creative behind the brand Not Sure, Ralph Antonio. I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today, Ralph. How are you doing, man? Dude, I'm, I'm doing well. Trying to stay in there. A lot of school, a lot of work, a lot of creativity coming, but, um, you know, just trying to stay persistent through it all. Absolutely, absolutely. It seems like you have a lot of good things coming your way. I mean, we talked a little bit before the podcast started recording, and um, I, I hear about your endeavors with school, and you seem to be on the right track with that, which I'm, I'm happy to hear. Mm-hmm. For sure. Let's jump into this first question, Ralph. One of my favorite questions to ask in the podcast, the first question, and it gives a kind of the, the listener a bit of a uh, roadmap to who, we're, who, we're, who, we, who we have on the podcast, right? So the first question is, you know, Ralph, what is your background? Where are you from? And what was it like for you growing up as a kid? Yeah, um, I mean, my background, just like every other average kid, um, went through all throughout high school, um, with a bunch of creativity. At first, you know, I was into music, um, and it, throughout actually middle school, I started with band. Um, and then as I seeped into high school, I saw that that wasn't really working for me. And, um, I started create, I started creativity with photography. Wow. And that really, yeah, was a majority of my high school years. I was focusing on uh, photography, uh, becoming a ph- photographer for like different music artists. All this stuff was just in my head up until about like maybe like end of junior year i started having creativity in a fashion yeah um and yeah and really building up my wardrobe and like finding myself through a certain type of style right and so um you know i'm from daily city uh or that's where i was born i'm from dublin california it's a small town in northern california east bay shout out dublin <laughs> uh, yeah shout out dublin right uh, it's a very small town a lot of, i mean not that many people come out of here i mean honestly uh, but it's 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 just uh I, i'm really humbled by it you know it's a really it's a really nice community out here um and uh growing up as a kid man like at first like you know it's it's a lot of like you're in that you're stuck in a comparative realm right i feel like that's everyone right and so for me growing up i think that that was like where i started where i felt like you know i was trying to compare myself to others maybe that you know that wasn't everyone else but that was me in particular going up um i always found myself comparing myself to others like with style with creativity with grades anything right um and so it was kind of hard going up but then that also made me learn a bunch of things as I grew up. Right. As and far as I come from. By hard, like you mean like comparing yourself to others was sometimes like, oh, I don't necessarily have what they have or I don't have the same outfit. I have to exactly. pull, pull it together in my own way. And it's kind of like quirky or dorky, exactly. or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. And, and then touching upon like hard as far as like I don't have what they have. I think that I'm in a community where, you know, um, a lot of people around me are you know pretty well off like their parents are you know have great careers you know so they're giving their kids like really like nice things and you know me growing up like my parents were always telling me you know let's save money yeah you know, let's do this yeah. and that you know yeah and um so a lot of people can relate to me but also like a lot of people are part of that community where they were given them like nice things and i just definitely. didn't have that growing up definitely you know? definitely and, uh, uh, i was uh, i was in a um kind of like environment where my parents told me just work hard work on your grades you know you'll get it when you you, when you when you can 
absolutely it's not going to be just handed to you so absolutely and that's a good mentality to have regardless i mean anyone who understands that you know hard work and diligence especially and education are are profoundly important will really succeed i feel like in life and i think that you know it seems like your parents instilled that in you which is awesome i kind of want to before we move on from this question i want to dive into junior year you said something about you know when you were a junior you started transitioning from you know photography to more like fashion like what like what were you consuming like what content were you consuming were you music videos were you i mean not music videos excuse me but like instagram or or tumblr or whatever like what were you looking at um it was mostly instagram and twitter um but even more deeper than that i think the reason why i got into fashion was because my cousins Wow. Um, my older cousins now are actually, you know, in the vintage resale kind of thing yep. uh, with like Depop and all that stuff. And, yep. they, you know, they do like a few pop ups here and there. Um, but that's how I got into it. They really shaped like how I want to dress. You know, I always looked up to them and like their style was very unique. And Definitely. so transitioning from junior to senior year, that's what I saw. Yeah. Not like apart from Instagram, apart from the social media, it was really my family who's like inspiring me to like, you know, I guess dress better, quote unquote. But, yeah, definitely. Um, really just up my style and, you know, just have a different creativity. And that's cool. I mean, that's super cool that it's family oriented. Like, I mean, I, it probably is a, a better experience than just looking online at something, you know, because your, your cousin can tell you, you know, this is how you do this with this item. Like, this is how it looks fresh. This is how you yeah. get it right. You know what I'm saying? And you believe him, you trust in him. Uh, and that's kind of a perfect segue to the next question, which is, um, you, you started become more interested in fashion. When did you start, uh, become interested in starting your own brand? Yeah. Um, it was a journey, man. Like, uh, I, I mean, before not sure I started two other brand names and to me, they weren't really successful just because how I think of it is when I'm starting a brand, I want it to roll off the tongue really well. I want it to be kind of like stuck in people's heads. Right. Sure. And so for the first one, um, it was called born. And uh, the whole idea behind that was uh, me and my brother actually thought um, this would be a cool brand to express that everyone has a talent, everyone has an interest, yeah. you know, and so we could express that through clothing. And um, with the whole financial situation, it just wasn't working out for both of us. And so uh, we endeavored on another name called Youth Goods. Okay. And um, yeah, and so that behind that name and behind that brand was giving back to the youth because, you know, as you know, me and you both know, the youth is always, you know, generating a new kind of foundation, you know, they're always setting and paving a new way. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of it, just repaying and then back. But then again, like those two names, they just weren't really rolling off my tongue really well. And I feel like as a founder, I want that, you know, natural kind of like, oh, what's your brand name? It's like, I don't want no hesitation. I just want to like say it, confidence, you know what I mean? Exactly. And so, uh, and so basically earlier this year, um, March, because I think from Youth Goods, I think I ended that sometime in 2018 mm-hmm. or even 2019, right. I think. And then it was not up until early 2020 uh, where I was like thinking again, I was like, damn, I really want to have my own brand. Like, yeah. I really want this to work because I want to have a clothing brand. Yeah. And so um, when it came to the name, I was like really thinking hard and it really took me months. Um, but then it was as simple as just, you know, not sure. Wow. And uh, yeah. And um, really... The whole idea behind this now is appreciating uncertainty. Mm. You know, I feel like everyone is always caught up in some type of situation where you're uncertain about maybe a job, a career, uncertain about what you want to do after college, you know, Mm. uncertain about, you know, just your certain position, Um, you know, who you are as a person, you're just uncertain. And so I feel like 
I want to be that streetwear brand and that, you know, that clothing brand to express that it's okay to be uncertain, that, you know, you should appreciate where you're at. I'm um, just taking one step at a time. You know, it's okay to not know. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. And I mean, that, that's, I mean, you, you, you answered it perfectly. My next question, which is, was the inspiration behind the naming of it? And it's just, you just explained it. I mean, it's basically yeah. anyone who, I mean, everyone feels unsure at, at different moments in their life, right? Yeah. And I think you said it eloquently. Um, but let's let's kind of talk about what not sure is. Like, what are some of the most recent drops that you uh, have come out with? I, I've, I've been a fan. I've, I've seen what you did out, the, the <laughs> beanies I saw recently. Yeah. And then obviously... The new collection uh, with the new the new photos look fantastic in which you were in. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, your recent drops. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah, from what you saw, the beanie ones. Um, honestly, that was like a test run for me and seeing what my market can pull. Um, I feel like beanies is one of my favorite accessories. And uh, I wanted to see, you know, if I could actually sell them because I know um, when you when you come into like the headwear or like, you know, socks, accessories, I feel like it's a little bit harder to pull mm -hmm. as far as like your market, just because like, I mean, there, there might be like, I guess, quote unquote, cheap or affordable items, but also it's like, people like the hoodies, people like the shirts, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so for me to pull off the, the beanie sale in one day was mind, was mind blowing. Yeah. It's so, awesome. Um, yeah. And then, um, after that I came out with a, uh, Dickie's workwear collection. Yep. Um, it's called the Eagle Collection. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, it's on notsure.sf. Yeah, notsure.sf on IG. Um, still going up until October 1st. But I mean, I think, you know, with, with the recent collections, it's just been, it's just been whatever I feel like I would want to wear. You know, ever mm -hmm. since from the start of the brand, I always made sure that I want to make drops that i would wear personally and yeah. so every every drop i've made you can ask my closest friends my family i wear it every single day every day whether i'm out the house yeah whether i'm out the house or in the house i'm wearing it Definitely. because it's a piece that i really love yeah. i never used to do that with my other brands i always used to just drop it wear it for the promotional stuff and just not wear it again yeah but yeah with these ones i'm always finding it and you know in the hampers because i have to wash it again you know what <laughs> i mean like i just be i just be wearing it like so much cause I love it, you know? <laughs> no that's, that's such an important point too i think you know if you don't know ralph we actually I, the podcast is an affiliate of a brand that i actually started named edward joiner mm -hmm. and it's the same for me i mean if you're a creative or a creator and you you can't you know wear what you what you make all the time i mean what's the point right like like you're you're selling you're selling someone some kool-aid that you don't even drink <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. So, yeah. so it's it's kind of like that, and I love. I mean, I love the Diggies collection. Uh, the workwear, the the workwear items are phenomenal, um, and I think the beanie was super creative too. Just the way you the way you did the embroidery on it. I think I think there was embroidery on it. Yeah, the way yeah, you, it was. the way you did it. I think it was very unique. Um, and it seems like you know, obviously, you sold you sold you sold out right in a day, or it sold out in the time period. Yeah. You know, you had it out. Um, I mean that kind of recognition from the people who support you is phenomenal. I bet that feels amazing, doesn't it? I mean, crazy, crazy, man. Like even like, and I've always made it a point like with my best friend, Paulo, because he's been with me since the start of this brand. Basically, um, I always made it a point that it's not really about the sales, you know, like, of course, like the money is, you know, it, it's what everyone needs. Right. Um, but even deeper than that, like just people messing up, like are messing with my art 
like that's just crazy i always get tons of dms like you know they're unable to purchase you know and i get it you know everyone's been at that spot where they can't really purchase what they want exactly because yeah but then um just to get the the love and the support that I've been having of like, hey, I like the design, blah, blah, blah. Like just any type of feedback is yeah. what I value even more than a purchase. Definitely. And so, Definitely. I mean, you could imagine to sell out beanies in a day yeah. and then have feedback behind that. Like that's crazy. Awesome. Like I, I'm almost speechless every drop I have because I get both. I get best of both worlds. I get the feedback and I get people buying my stuff mm-hmm. and it's just crazy to me. Definitely. It's crazy. Definitely. And for... For the people who maybe are on the edge, I think this next question is really important for them if they're going to listen to this podcast. And yeah. that question is, you know, if you're on the edge of buying some some not sure um, apparel or, or items or product or whatever you want to call it, you know, what are three things, Ralph, that you believe separate your brand from others that may sway someone to say, all right, yeah, this is this is why I support this man. This is why I want to support his his vision and his brand. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, one of the one of the biggest things for me is simplicity, right? Um, I think I felt with every drop I've had, um, before I even release it, I always have like this thing in my head. I'm like, dang, I could simplify it even more. Right. Because, yeah, right before, like, because my friend prints all my stuff and I, and I have a lot of other manufacturers that, you know, help me with products. But when I'm about to email that design to them, I'm always like, man, let me just take a step back because I know I could simplify it more. Mm. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Two is like the colors are very like neutral, so it can go with every fit. And mm. I think that ties in with simplicity as well. Yeah. As um, I want people to, you know, wear it with literally anything they have in their closet. I don't want them to have to buy mine and then buy another piece to match with it or buy another thing from another brand, you know, to go well with my fit. I want it to go with, well with any fit. Definitely. Um, yeah. And then the third thing is just me being genuine behind it. Um, I, I feel like I've noticed and studied a lot of brands who've bought followers, you know, mm-hmm. um, who are all about the money. So they release designs that are not really, you know, put forth their best effort. Mm-hmm. And I could sense that, you know, I feel like as a consumer, if you sense that, um, I think that you're heading down the wrong way as a as a founder of a brand. And so I felt like I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I want to make it as genuine as possible. I want people to understand where I'm coming from and Definitely. know that you know, we're the same people. So you can, it's not like you can, you can't DM me saying my pieces are cool. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to ignore your DMs. Like really, quite frankly, I answer every DM that has been sent to me, um, except for like spam accounts and stuff like that. Of course. Anyone who's asking me or anyone who's asking me for brand advice or just anyone who really just, you know, messes with my pieces, like that's, you know, everything to me and yeah. so you know i always start like small talk and stuff like that with other people and you know and honestly like i've helped move other people to make their own brands and i feel like that's that's, awesome. that's even more than you know what i wanted from this brand so yeah it's um it's i think those three things uh simplicity um house uh what's that called what was i saying simplicity uh simplicity how it can go well with every fit versatility pretty much yeah yeah yeah, versatility and then also uh, me being genuine yeah and i think that it it just comes through the screen obviously we're on a a call right now and i feel like you're such a humble individual even this this entire interaction me being able to interview you and get to know you has been yeah you know you you come off as such a real person right and i think that that is something that a lot of people probably resonate with you already um and and you helping others i think the the selflessness is is amazing i mean anyone can say that you know 
I want my brand to be the biggest and I'm not going to yeah. help anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I'm going to be yeah. like, you know, just cutthroat like that. But I, I don't think you build relationships like that for one. And in the end, like, you know, you have more enemies than you do people trying to support you. And I think, yeah, you, I think you have a, a the totally the right mentality. And I love, I love the three things about your brand that, you know, separated from others. Thank um, you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, you know, what, what would you say for not sure? What would you say there? Is there a dream associated with the brand? Like, do you just want, do you want it to just grow to, you know, to a certain level or do you have a vision of someone wearing it or, you know, is there a dream associated with the brand that you see? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, uh, how I've been starting is I've been targeting brands like Supreme, you know, Obey, The Hundreds, those brands, like ever since I was a kid, they've been big. Yeah. And so I feel like those types of brands and like, you know, there's other brands like Monday Suck. I'm sure you heard of them. Yep. Um, there's also Only Only NY. There's Stay mm-hmm. Cool. Like there's a bunch of these brands that have heavily inspired me. And so, you know, not in so much of like, hey, like your guys' brand sucks. You know, I'm going to take over. It's more so like I see it as competition and they motivate me to go harder because I, I know the potential. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know what I could reach and more. Yeah. And so, yeah, to answer that question, um, one dream is, you know, obviously to grow as big as I can and keep growing, but also, you know, make connections. Like I, I love talking to people. I love talking to new people, especially, you know, making new friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I just ultimately just want to inspire other people that, you know, whatever I'm doing, everyone else can do it. Yeah. Um, I never once thought that, you know, I could have a clothing brand that my, my that my parents would support me in. Yeah. But I mean having their support and love over it and they're even giving me advice of what pieces to release like that's yeah. just crazy to me that's awesome and so if you have a dream i just feel like you just got to go for it you know run Definitely. towards it run towards fear if it's fear that's holding you back just run towards it because at the end of the day like you said you know there's going to be more enemies than more supporters but those supporters will really value you exactly you know it, so that's exactly thing. and that, i think that's such an important point too i think you have more inside you that i want to pull out like was there like if someone who's listening who may you know want to start their own brand who wants to start their own let's say like blog or YouTube yeah. or whatever I mean obviously we're into we're in a world right now where you know you can really literally do what you want with the power of the internet you can learn it and, and you can implement it and you can become a, a an expert at it in a matter of years months those kind of things you know what yeah. what what advice what is one piece of advice you would give someone who is a little bit scared but like you know, wants to start that next venture because you've started three now, and you 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 it doesn't seem like you have any fear in terms of starting. Yeah. You, d- you didn't have any fear when you started each brand individually, and now you're on not sure, and you're loving the process. It seems like more than ever before. Um, yeah. Talk to me about that before we conclude. Yeah, no worries. Um, I think one piece of advice is, and I I've heard it from this artist that you know not many people really love, but he goes by the name of Russ. Um, and I, I study and all of his interviews and I, I know he talks about the artist point of view, but I apply it to my brand. And I feel like one thing that he always emphasizes is run towards fear. He was explaining how, like, uh, ever since he was a kid, he was so scared of going on stages and like performing. Right. And he's like, he's a, he's a person who has a lot of plaques. He's selling out a lot of arenas and mm-hmm. how he did it was he just went on stage. Yeah. And so I applied it to me where with those three brands or with the, with the two brands before, not sure. I was scared of like people knowing the name. I was scared of people knowing who's behind the brand, who's controlling all the designs and you know, the back end of things, mm-hmm. but with not sure, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just run towards it. 
you know i i know that there, there's gonna be people that are not gonna like it and that's that's just life that's just life with anything you do yes yeah, with anything you do there's gonna be people that just don't like you for for no reason no reason you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so for me it's like i'm just running towards fear and constantly running towards it whatever i'm scared of like i'm just going towards it and i know it might not be at a fast pace as other people but it's all about taking that one step forward and putting one st- or one foot in front of the other mm. and, you know, slowly finding yourself going towards that fear. And I feel like that's what helped me propel this brand to what it is right now. Definitely. Um, and it, it's just crazy. It's, it's a, it's a ride for sure. And I'm willing to take it all the way till the wheels fall off, man. Definitely. You're definitely on your way, Ralph. I, I think that's a perfect cap for, for, the, for this episode too, man. Run towards fear yeah. and, 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 and get it done. Like it just, just do what you yeah. Do what you, um, you know, what you love to do, right? Exactly. So, exactly. but um, where can people find out more about you? I appreciate you coming on, um, like I said, and, and I'm really thankful to have you speak about your brand and, and you spoke well and where can people find out about you, man? <laughs> yeah, Drew, first of all, man, I just want to thank you for having me on here. Again, my first my first of many podcasts, hopefully, but um for you believing in me and seeing something in me, Definitely. thank you for having me on here. It's really a pleasure, pleasure for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, as far as where people can find me, I have a huge presence on Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, more so Instagram than Twitter, but um, yeah, at Dude Ralph is my personal Instagram. Um, at NotSure.SF is my brand Instagram, and uh, those two I'm very active on. So anyone who wants to talk, you know, just slide in the DMs, you know, I'm, I'm not one who's scary. Hit so. this man up. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, we will be sure to have you on again in the future, just because, For sure. you know, just to check in and see how Nasher is doing a year from now and oh yeah, all those kind of things. And maybe we'll even do a, a more technical episode where we kind of just talk about um, just how you produce how things yeah. get done and, and the timelines and, and all the things that go into that. Cause I think, I think people would be interested to hear about more technical side of fashion. Cause I mean, we kind yeah. of, in, in the episodes, we kind of just, you know, hear about the, the founder, the creative's perspective on, you know, how they got to where they are. But every day you're, you're having to do different tasks. You're having to think about what's next or how do I yeah. sell this or, um, you know, capture. Like, there's just so many things that I know that you oh, that yeah. you juggle that I, I know I juggle as well. So we'll maybe have you on for something like that, too, and um, do that. But uh, like I said, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gain some value from it. Wherever you are in the world. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.